Tell you what, this confidence oozing through his veins. Tap it with the football tap. It's the number one podcast. Yeah. With a football at. Tap in with the football tap. Yeah. Tap in with the football tap. Guru. Tap in with the football tap like a spinal, or it could get messy like Lionel. Them other podcasts throw back like a vinyl. The guru, he the goat, so it really ain't no rivals. Podcasts about passion, barely dollars. My favorite, Ronaldo, Jamal Musala. Football tap, it should be on your radar. Come and kick it with us like Neymar, Sadio Mane, or Erling Haaland. Either way, the football tap, prime time. Yeah, now take that to the bank with you. The guru, he don't talk, he just paint pictures. Vividly, so come and see what he's saying. Highlights and more, you never get bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never get bored. Football tap, the number one source. Yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. It's the football tap. Yeah, yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. It's the football tap. Guru, football tap. Yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. Yeah. With the football tap. Come and chill with the guru, cause football. Welcome back uh, to another episode here um, on the Football Tap. Um, got to cover a lot of stuff from the Champions League as the groups are all wrapped up now, or should be. Um, I believe there's about 10 minutes left in the in the Champions League games um, um, right now, but um, all the uh, all the uh, spots are occupied now, or, or more or less occupied as um, Leipzig. Uh, sorry, Leipzig already won. AC Milan is up by 3-0. Uh, Benfica has a 4-1 lead. Um, PSG is is winning and Chelsea's uh, and Chelsea's winning. Um, yeah, so so the, the Champions League uh, spots are all occupied. The Europa League spots are all occupied, at least in in reference uh, to the Champions League teams. Um, so so obviously this this has been a, a very um, interesting Champions League group. Uh, 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 season so far, um, a lot of uh, of action um, being decided today and yesterday. Um, but one of the surprising things here is uh, what's happening at Atletico Madrid. Um, while it may seem a little um, gloomy from the outside, and it is, um, Atletico Madrid still are doing fairly well in the league. Um, they're in third place, but it's it's about an eight-point gap between themselves and the top of the league. Uh, it does not look like Atletico Madrid are in the it are going to be in the title race uh, this season. Um, and their Champions League, um, their Champions League, uh, uh, was slashed by them not being able to um, to qualify in a very uh, difficult group. It, it it's more. They made it more difficult than it should have been um, with uh, uh, Bruges, who, who have been one of the surprises as they're going to go through, through the knockouts. Um, uh, who else is in there? Bruges, Leverkusen, and – wait, hold on a second. Not, not Leverkusen. Was it? It is Leverkusen. So Club Bruges from Belgium, uh, Bayer Leverkusen from, um, from Germany, um, Atletico Madrid, obviously from Spain, and uh, FC Porto from Portugal. Um, 
So if you look at the groups and the quality of the groups um, coming into this um, sort of situation, coming into this sort of uh, uh, viewpoint, um, you're looking at an Atletico Madrid team who has the quality, who has the 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 experience, who has the manager to, to do it. At least that's what that was the perception at the time. Um, and I know Diego Simeone gets a lot of slack, and I've defended him on more than one occasion because I think the the – um, the way he has played his teams and the style of play is not popular because it is a very boring, it's a, a slow style of play. It is very defensive. Um, they had a game last year in the Champions League where they didn't even take a shot. Um, but you have to understand context matters when in regards to this. So in the general sense, his regardless of what he has done, he has always been criticized for the way he has played. Um but it is not vaguely different than the way Conte plays and the way Mourinho plays. And for whatever reason, of the, of the managers who play like this, Mourinho and Conte both are, are highly more um, – are more respected and more liked um, than – and again, I'm not comparing them. I, I'm going to count him. But Mourinho's won everything there is to win, um, continues to do well with Roma even in his – uh, you could say the the later stage of his career, Conte is not having the best moment in Spurs, but he's he's won uh, he's won Serie A with two different teams. Um, he he won the Premier League with Chelsea, so there there's a, a level of respect coming behind um, those. And Simeone is not viewed in the same light, largely because of his system, and his system is very 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 defensive. Um, and there's there's no question about that. Um, and there comes a point where things need to change. Atletico Madrid might be going through that or should be going through that kind of process about how they're going to change or, or – um, I don't really even know the word it is. To, to, to think about the way everything um, is happening differently and they may need a new face. They may need a new sense of inspiration because of what happened in the Champions League this year. They're not in the title race. Um, remember, they, don't, they won't win the league. Um, two years ago, something like that. Very, very recently. Um, last year, they were in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. He's won the Europa League twice. He's been to two Champions League finals. He's won La Liga twice. He won a Copa. He, he's got a Copa del Rey on his resume. He's done extremely well with what he does. So a lot of the criticism I've always defended because you're looking at a, at a guy who, who, despite the style of play he plays, is still one of the best managers in the world. Despite everything that he has, he still is effective on the pitch because he, you don't get to two Champions League finals. There are there are several attacking managers throughout Europe that haven't gotten to two Champions League finals and and now the Europa League finals. So it, it did look uh, two, winning winning two Europa League trophies. He's he's won two European trophies, which is which is you know which is very very impressive. However, even with the way he plays, he's been tremendously successful. Um, He's won La Liga titles. Now, some of his players that he has had that don't fit uh, fit the mode of of Simeone have suffered from this. You're talking about uh, guys like Thomas Lamar, um, Jao Felix, particularly those two, um, and and they may be victims of this style of play. And there's a lot of things that you can blame on Simeone. 
but you cannot deny what he has done has been tremendous. This is the best era of Atletico Madrid they've ever had. You have to think about when they won those La Liga titles, that was in an age. So the first La Liga title was with with uh, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo peak at Real Madrid and Messi peak at Barcelona. And remember that, that Barca team was loaded. That Real Madrid team had Bale, uh, Benzema, Ronaldo. I think that team had Di Maria. They had um, Ozil. So I, I believe they did. I don't know about the Ozil one, but the point is from top to bottom, this team was complete, had a complete stacked deck. And so did Barcelona. And yeah, we know that that they lost the Champions League final that year, and um, uh, Real Madrid ended up winning it in the Champions League final against them. But you have to understand something. When Z- Simeone, regardless of what you want to say about him, when he won these titles, they had big problems surrounding them. Again, the second La Liga title, I would I would say to be fair. Um, Barcelona was going with a rough stretch. It was like Leo Messi and nothing. That's what it felt like. And it's actually not that different from what I'm seeing now from Barcelona because it really feels like Robert Lewandowski or nothing. Um, but we, we, we have to understand from this aspect of this Atletico Madrid situation is the fact that you're, you're looking into this situation. You're looking into everything that's gone on so far. And, yes, there are players that have not benefited from it, but he's been tremendously successful. You're talking about winning titles when you have Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo to deal with and the teams that they had at that time. Um, I believe that was – I don't know who was the coach at Barcelona at the time. It wasn't Pep. Um, but Angelotti was at, um, at Real Madrid the first time. Um, and, obviously, they, they won the Champions League and stuff like that. But, but Atletico Madrid knocked them off, both of them. Both of them were fighting for the title with Atletico Madrid. It's Atletico Madrid joined a title race that wasn't that they weren't supposed to be a part of, and they ended up winning. And uh, at the time, uh, Diego Dean was excellent there, and, and that entire backline was so 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 uh, immense. And you know, I, I really think that that I think certain things need to be respected. And then my favorite again, my my favorite. I'm I'm gonna rip into him in a minute, but I I just I just want people to understand the greatness that this guy did at Atletico Madrid. Now I believe they need to move on. I believe there needs to be a new direction, and I believe that at the end of the season it should be his last Atletico Madrid. He's been there since 2011. It is 2022, almost 2023. We need to look at the situation in in honesty and trying to trying to evaluate all of the things that that um um that have happened here. But but. He has had some brilliant Champions League moments. Last year, they, he, they, they were, they criticized, he was criticized like crazy for his style of play, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Made the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Um, the uh, Not the year before, but uh, the, the year 2020, I believe, it was the COVID one. It was when Bayern won it um, against PSG. And Neymar, um, obviously, that, that was the Neymar game where he was excellent and Mbappe couldn't, um, couldn't close the deal. Um but that year, Atletico Madrid, Liverpool. Liverpool has this great run um, uh, that season. They win the Premier League that season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they they started so well. I, I at one point I, I genuinely believed that that Liverpool team would lose one game the whole season. They would have. I, what I said is they would go 36-1 and one because at the time they were ripping through teams. 
And then there was some weird stuff. They lost to Watford. Then they lost to – I don't know who they lost to, actually, uh, at the top of my head. But but there was a time where it looked like they were mutually unstoppable. They go against Atletico Madrid in, in the in the uh, round of 16 Champions League. Um, Atletico Madrid take, take a 1-0 lead. Uh, Morata scores at the Wander Metropolitano. Um, and then it flips. And then um, – Andrew Robertson is being interviewed after the game because Atletico Madrid really celebrated. Um, you know, um, Diego was giving him the big in and all that stuff. So, um, and, and it, again, I, I partly blame the reporter for this, but um, here's the thing. <clears throat> he was asked, um, basically, he set him up, um, basically talking about um, – uh, the celebration was Atletico Madrid. Andrew Robertson, who's a young guy at the time, probably – I don't even know if he regrets it, but he should um, because it, it ended up – that moment was the moment of elimination. Um, Andrew Robertson comes up and he basically says, as you said. So, again, it was set up by the reporter. They celebrated as, as, if, as if they won the tie. Um, there's a few rules in football that you just have to follow. One of them is you do not play games, mental games – with that man, Diego Simeone, he might be a psychopath. If he was, again, I'm not. I'm gonna be careful what I say here, but but if he wasn't in football, um, I don't know. He he's just he's just so intense, so um, aggressive. He's very aggressive, and he's a mentality monster. He's like a mafia boss. He really knows what to do and how to put his teams in a position. That quote, I guarantee you, was in that Atletico locker room. In the lead up to the second leg, screaming at his players, looking at this note, basically. And then fast forward to the second leg. Um, Liverpool, it's at Anfield. They haven't beaten an end. At the time, um, Jurgen Klopp hadn't been beaten at Anfield in a European tie. That was about to change. And obviously, Liverpool take that lead in the game, and then they score another, and it was it was really going to Liverpool's way. And then, I don't know, the, and the, there must have been a switch in the players' heads where they remember that quote, and boom, Morata. It was uh, Lorente. Uh, the way they came back in that game and ended up winning it an extra time. To, I think they won four two an extra time that game. And everyone's slating Atletico Madrid. Uh, I, I don't understand how the players what Klopp was saying and. Atletico Madrid, that was that was, I won't say peak Simeone, but but close to peak Simeone. That was my favorite moment. Not because not because of the Liverpool thing. I just like the 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 um, the mental gymnastics that went on between the Andrew Robertson interview and Diego Simeone. All he's done, and obviously he's he's had low moments, but that he's been in Champions League semifinals, quarterfinals almost constantly. And again, everyone hates the way he plays. I don't particularly find it enjoyable to watch. But I understand what he's doing. I understand. And he has certain players that have played in the system like Morata, like Suarez, who who are – Morata is a bad example. But like Suarez who who come in – and Griezmann at the time um, – who could score on minimal chances. And that's how they won games. They won a lot of games 1-0 throughout the season. This is why they've been so successful and, and top-class manager. Still one of the best in the world. But the way he plays rubs people the wrong way because they don't like that style of, of football. Um, they don't find it fun and and basically parking the bus, whatever you want to say. Um, there are several, you know, there's been criticism surrounding him. And my standpoint on that is as long as he's getting results, um, then everybody needs to shut the hell up. 
Because if he is getting results, if he's contending in the league, if he's doing well in the Champions League, if he's winning the Europa League or going deep in the Champions League, as long as his team is on the level and continuing to, to thrive, then we all got to be quiet. Now, there's the part about the victimization of the certain, sorry, not, uh, the, the, the underusing of, of really talented, brilliant certain type of players, flashy players, et cetera, et cetera, who are, are games are predicated on skill that he has not done well handling. However, despite that, this is a guy who's constantly in the Champions League, in the Europa League, going well, going deeper, winning it, and doing, and, and at least being competitive in La Liga. Um, but as we know, um, the second the results stop coming, that's the second when you got to think in your head about making that change. And um, I believe we have reached that breaking point. Pepe. To Evan Nielsen, and there's Tarami. And Tarami on. Atlete, Pepe feeding it into the path of Evan Nielsen. Five minutes. That little bit worse. He's got Evan Nielsen in the middle. The pass was behind him. Been unable to contain this ramp. And then he had the presence of mind to pick confidence. Porto by... So, with that being said now, you saw the video there, the clip. Um, that is Porto sticking two in the back of the Atletico's net. Um, Atletico Madrid eventually did come back in that game. They, they brought it down to one, but it was too little too late. Um, you're looking at a situation now where... In, They've embarrassed themselves in Europe, right? So, so the 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 idea behind the style of play is Simeone's call. But as soon as he stops getting results, we're gonna look to that, and then we're gonna see why is Thomas Lamar not looked himself since he's been in in um in Madrid? Why is Felix look a shell of himself? Doesn't look at all like the player he did in in Benfica that earned him that big money move. Why is all of this happening? Why are Atletico Madrid nine points adrift in La, in, in La Liga? Why did they have to fight to make the Champions League last season? So you have to look at all these things now connect. And again, we have to have total respect for what Atletico Madrid and Simeone has done in the last decade. But we're coming to a point now where we need a whole new um, way of thinking about this. We need a new Atletico, uh, unfortunately. And that doesn't mean get rid of all the players. But we need a new Atletico Madrid need a new identity in the team. Look, they finished they finished fourth, okay, in a group consisting of Club Bruges, a team that has never maybe at one time actually I don't know after I believe they have not made it out of the group stage for a long time. They they look like they were going to win the group, and it turns out they get second. But they're going to the knockout rounds. It's the team that most people said, okay, they're finishing last. The reason everyone thought they were finishing last because we know this Porto team is is good, it's solid, it always has good players. Uh, you have um, Tarimi, who's going to be at the World Cup with Iran. You have a lot of great players in that team, and um, Octavio, I still I believe is still there, and, and many other pieces. So Porto is always a team that have, has done well in Europe. So there's not a surprise that uh, Porto are doing well and Porto uh, advance, right? They win the group, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
you look at that situation, right? So Porto, Porto win, obviously. Bruges going through. And Atletico Madrid not even being able to drop down to the Europa League. They're going beneath it now. They're out of the they're out of Europe. It is it is November 2nd, and they're out of Europe completely. This is where it becomes embarrassing. This is where it becomes humiliating. And this this is where all the blame is going to be shifted at Diego Simeone. Why are you not putting us in positions to win games? Why are we not attacking these teams in in a high regard? Look, it's just that simple. If you're going to get results with your style of play, then you're going to get results. But when the results stop coming... There's going to be criticism. There's going to be, and, and we can we can go we can turn back the clock also when they had they had um, Juventus against the ropes a few years ago and couldn't couldn't get through it. Um, we can we can look back at the countless times that they've come up against uh, La Liga adjacent Madrid other Madrid and not shown up. So you have to look at this in in many different parameters of it. But you have to find a way to get through these situations. And again, it's already embarrassing that they're not going through to the knockout stage. What makes it more humiliating is the fact that they're not even making it into the Europa League. Now, I'm, I'm well documented on this. If you are a Champions League team that is in the Champions League by itself, right, and you don't qualify, you should not be able to drop down to the Europa League. Because you have to look at the quality of the teams in the Europa League. They deserve it, a chance to try and win it. You you bring down these huge teams in the Europa League, it's going to be almost impossible for them not to win. And again, I, I respect Sevilla has done the has done it that way several times. But it's just my it's my viewpoint that that those teams shouldn't be dropping down um, into the Europa League. Besides the fact, but but regardless. They're in a look. Leverkusen can't hit a barn door at the moment. They're playing poorly. Xavi Alonso's still trying to figure it out. Um, Verts isn't back yet. Sheikh isn't scoring. Um, they're they're struggling in a lot of areas. Look, and you, you look at that, and because uh, I, I believe a Bruges and uh, actually I'm just gonna check. Um, I, I believe um, I, I, I believe. Um, Leverkusen um, um, ended up um, getting a 0-0 with Bruges. Um, obviously, um, it's a pretty, uh, you know, that, so I think because of that result, Atletico Madrid ended up finishing a bottom of the group. But I just want to kind of quickly here just go through, and I'm going to I'm gonna speak on, on the issues, but, but I want to quickly go through um, um, uh, Atletico Madrid and what they did in the Champions League this season. Um, so their first Champions League match was, was against, um, uh, Porto. I remember that game very well. I watched it in its, in its entirety. Um, it was a crazy game. I I do believe there was two goals in the 90th minute and beyond, um, three goals in the 90th minute beyond, um, Hermoso scores for Atletico Madrid in the 90th minute. Um, Porto get a penalty, um, uh, a little while after, and then Griezmann wins it on the last kick of the game. Okay, so again, not a bad start. That's a good Porto team, et cetera, et cetera. So there's no, there's not a panic button. But then, sorry, then they go and I, they lose to Leverkusen, who weren't playing well, who were bottom at the Bundesliga at the time, who had I think they had lost their first four games. 
then Club Bruges, 2-0 loss. Um, then a goalless draw against Club Bruges, and then they, they uh, draw to Leverkusen, lose to Porto. Um, so obviously, this is worst-case scenario. They've, they won one game in this group stage. And again, Porto should be respected. Leverkusen were, have been struggling all season. They still are. And Bruges was not a team that was supposed to do what they did. They were they were leading the group for for the majority of of you know the, the season. Look, the, these string of results just just aren't good enough um, for Atletico Madrid, and that's that's really the bottom line here. Um, you want to go even deeper with it? Um, we can certainly do that. Going through the group, uh, like like I, I said earlier, um, there are good teams in here, no no doubt. But for Atletico Madrid to be in the situation where they finish below all of them is unacceptable. Leverkusen can't get anything right this season. They're struggling. I believe they're in the relegation zone. Um, Bruges came out of nowhere. My, uh, you know, Porto, fair enough. Um, but for them not to qualify at all is is an indictment on Diego Simeone in this um, this era of of, bar, of uh, sorry uh, Atletico Madrid. Um, the thing I would like to sort of um, look at this is, I mean, if you look at the squad that they have, they have attacking options such as João Felix, Antoine Griezmann. Matthias Kuna, Andrew Carrera, Thomas Lamar. They have attacking pieces that are very high level that can do great things. I think the part of the negative and pessimism around Diego Simeone and Atletico Madrid is the fact that, especially João Felix, who comes into an Atletico Madrid team, they paid all that money for him to um, to replace Griezmann, who they eventually brought back. Then, um, don't how to how to phrase. Um, they don't put him in positions where his 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 um, his abilities can be magnified. That's a big problem with all of this. Is he has the ability to, to do a lot of the things that a lot of these young players are doing, given the luxury, given the opportunities um, to go off of. Um, he, you put him in attacking. Look, if he played for Man City, if he played for Barcelona, if he played for any uh, AC Milan, if he if he played for teams with an attacking uh, mindset and attacking um, whatever attacking minded teams, Joe Felix is a walking. I'll see eighteen goals, eight assists guy, but instead he's put in this horrible situation at Atletico Madrid. Um, he's never really been able to to show um, to show what he's capable of, to show the things that make him so special. He's been Atletico Madrid for four years. He has 127 games under his under his belt. Nine goals, ten goals, ten goals, and two goals this season. This this campaign, he's not being played um, um, enough. He's not being. Uh, um, played in the right positions. He's not put in a he's not put in attacking situations where he can show his qualities. Thomas Lamar, another attacking midfielder that's done nothing at Atletico Madrid. Griezmann is occasionally scoring, but has has not been able to to show um, 
the qualities that he has. You look at all these attacking players in this, in this Atletico Madrid team, then you have guys like Alvaro Morata, who Simeone's idea is giving, uh, giving, uh, sorry, giving, uh, supplying an opportunity for him to have one chance and goal and then shut it down. They, they defend, they defense at an extremely high level. There's no doubt about that, and I don't have a I don't have an issue with that happening as long as your talent is not being um, is not being taken care of. Now you have these attacking players, you have these individual brilliant players in attacking positions. You can still find a way in a defensive system to let them go and let them thrive. Um, we've seen that a lot. Um, you know, Inter Milan play a somewhat defensive system. You know, they play three at the back, and they play five midfielders in the middle and two up top. Lataro still scores goals for that team. Carrera still scores goals for that team. Dzeko scores goals for that team. Atletico Madrid, but because they put them in the right positions for them to do that. At Atletico Madrid, they're not doing that. Felix came in as this highly, highly, highly regarded uh, um, attacking uh, attacking player from Benfica. He comes in, isn't be isn't put in position to thrive. Same with Thomas Lamar. Same with Angel Carrera, who if if Carrera was given the luxury of being in a a, a front three or a, a a very attacking centric type of team, he would be a 20 goal scorer in La Liga. Instead, instead of that, um, we're looking at a guy who is who's got the qualities, who's been there forever, um, and is you know. His last uh, eight goals, eight goals, nine goals, five goals, seven goals, nine goals, 13 goals, and three goals this season. Again, he scored 13 goals last year in defensive system. If he was playing in an attacking way, he, his goals would go up substantially. He would be more highly regarded than he is. You can go throughout this list. Um, Thomas Lamar, who was, who was the man at Monaco, comes to Atletico Madrid, isn't able to, to, to basically – Operate and again in the same level. Now, Thomas Lamar is is not a guy who needs to score a ton of goals, but you have to see, you see the individuals in this team that are not being um, put in those positions where they can to, to really show their strengths. Another one is is Rodrigo de Paul. Now, while Rodrigo de Paul is capable of holding down a midfield and doing those things, uh, I, I, it's, I truly believe that. Um, in attacking situations, he's that was his bread and butter at Udinese. Now he wasn't scoring 20 goals a season, but he's an attacking midfielder who can play a cam role, can play a CM, can do a lot of things in the midfield. I think he's been good in the role he's been given at Atletico Madrid. But you put him in a more of attacking style of role where he's pushing the ball up, he's a much more dangerous player to the rest of the league. And Atletico Madrid, in doing so, is going to end up in this. In this difficult situation, because if you look at the talent they have, they got it. They got the attacking talent. They're just not putting them. You're playing that defensive system, but you're not finding ways to put those really, really nice pieces that they have into spaces where they can be effective, where they can score goals. You know, this is a team that's not um, seeing a lot of the, the, the type, the style of play uh, I've, I've talked about already, but not really being. Um, Put in those those types of situations, and um, see, I'm just gonna let's let's just take a look. They have they've only scored 20 goals this season in the in the Liga. They've conceded more than usual, 12 goals 
Um, and again, it's nine, but it's nine from Barcelona and Real Madrid, and that is the benchmark of La Liga. Um, I really don't think. Um, I mean, they're 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 two they're two one and two at home, uh, and they have a better away record than a home record in La, in La Liga. So, so obviously, you know, I think they'll still finish in the top three, top four, whatever you want to say. Um, but I think this era is over. You, you, they've got what they had. They they've got everything they possibly could have out of this. Two goals, sorry, two European trophies, two Europa Leagues, went to two Champions League finals, won two La Ligas, won a Copa del Rey, and as as well some uh, some other trophies as well. Um, I think it's time to move on. It's time to go in a different direction. Felix c- can still be saved in Atletico Madrid if they make a coaching change. If they decide to part ways, I would go with the uh, manager at, at Sociedad. Who has def- he has a defensive mid he is a lone defensive midfielder in his system and the rest of it is attack. You know, the, and the, the guy who plays that role is going to be very important if he would, were to, put, to play the same system at Atletico Madrid. Um, but you know, you have, to, you have to look at a lot of what they have done this season um, with Sociedad. He lost Isaac. He's 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 lost several different uh, you know big pieces. In 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 Sociedad and others, and you if you bring him to Atletico Madrid, you have an attacking team with attacking players still there, while having enough pieces, well enough defensive pieces, because a lot of defensive midfielders in this team that can hold 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 the midfield together without making mistakes. They already have great defenders. They have great great goalkeeper. I think that's the move to make um, because I don't think they can go forward with what they're doing. The thing about Diego Simeone and why he was allowed to play the way he he has and why he was allowed to be so defensive is he was successful. Champions League quarterfinals, Champions League semifinal, finals, 